Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about ear, nose and throat infections. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash ENT infections or in the infectious diseases section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Tonsillitis refers to infection of the tonsils. Otitis media refers to infection in the middle ear. Rhinitis refers to inflammation in the nose. And sinusitis refers to inflammation of the paranasal sinuses in the face. Infections in the ear, nose and throat are most commonly caused by viruses and they do not require or respond to antibiotics. They usually resolve without treatment within one to three weeks. Antibiotics are reserved for immunocompromised patients, those with significant comorbidities, severe infections or infections that fail to resolve. The NICE guidelines are supportive of considering a delayed prescription in the community where patients can collect antibiotics if the symptoms do not improve or they get worse after three days. Let's start by talking about bacteria. Bacterial tonsillitis, as opposed to viral tonsillitis, is most commonly caused by group A streptococcus infections, mainly streptococcus pyogenes. Otitis media, sinusitis and tonsillitis that's not caused by group A strep are most commonly caused by streptococcus pneumoniae. Other causes of otitis media, sinusitis and tonsillitis include Haemophilus influenzae, Moraxella catarralis, and Staphylococcus aureus. Let's talk about tonsillitis. The central criteria can be used to estimate the probability that tonsillitis is due to bacterial infection and will benefit from antibiotics. A score of three or more gives a 40 to 60% probability of bacterial tonsillitis and it's appropriate to offer antibiotics. A point is given if each of the following features are present. A fever over 38 degrees Celsius, tonsillar exudates, absence of a cough, and tender anterior cervical lymph nodes, or lymphadenopathy. The fever pain score is an alternative to the central criteria. A score of 2 or 3 on the fever pain score gives a 34 to 40% probability and a score of 4 or 5 gives a 62 to 65% probability of bacterial tonsillitis. Fever pain is a mnemonic to help you remember the five features that score a point in the scoring system. A point is scored for each of the following. Fever during the previous 24 hours. P for purulence or pus on the tonsils, A for attended within three days of the onset of symptoms, I for inflamed tonsils, meaning they're severely inflamed, and N for no cough or coryza, meaning no runny nose or runny eyes. Penicillin V, also called phenoxymethylpenicillin, for a 10-day course is typically first line for bacterial tonsillitis. 
Penicillin V has a relatively narrow spectrum of activity, but is very effective against Streptococcus pyogenes. Clarithromycin is the usual first-line choice in true penicillin allergy. Complications of tonsillitis include a peritonsillar abscess, also known as quinsy, otitis media if the infection spreads to the inner ear, scarlet fever, rheumatic fever, post-streptococcal glomerulonephritis, and post-streptococcal reactive arthritis. Next, let's talk about otitis media. Otitis media presents with reduced hearing and pain in the affected ear. Otoscopy, looking in the ear, will reveal a bulging red tympanic membrane. A perforated tympanic membrane can result in discharge from the ear. Otitis media usually resolves within 3-7 to days without antibiotics. Systemically unwell patients may need admission. For otitis media, the NICE clinical knowledge summaries updated in May 2023 suggest amoxicillin for 5-7 to days first line, clarithromycin if they're penicillin allergic, or erythromycin in pregnant women that are allergic to penicillin. Coamoxiclav is a second line option if the infection is not responding to amoxicillin. Finally, let's talk about sinusitis. Sinusitis is usually viral and only around 2% of acute sinusitis is caused by bacteria. Sinusitis usually lasts 2-3 to three weeks and resolves without any treatment. Patients with symptoms for less than 10 days do not require any treatment. The NICE clinical knowledge summaries updated in May 2023 recommend for patients with symptoms that are not improving after 10 days, the options are a high-dose steroid nasal spray for 14 days, for example, mometazone 200 micrograms twice a day, or a delayed antibiotic prescription used if worsening or not improving within a further 7 days, and phenoxymethyl penicillin is first line. The options for chronic sinusitis, which is where the symptoms last more than 12 weeks, are saline nasal irrigation, washing out the sinuses with saline, steroid nasal sprays or drops, for example mometazone or fluticasone, or functional endoscopic sinus surgery, which is abbreviated to FESS, F-E-S-S. So thanks for listening to this episode on ear, nose and throat infections. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. You can find Harry's services at harrywatchman.co.uk. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about intra-abdominal infections.